0: Hi, friends, and welcome to Crick Vidya's weekly CPL podcast, where we will discuss the matches that have taken place during the week and also focus on players who will be a part of IPL uh, in the next month. We are recording this episode on August 22nd, and six matches have happened till now. As you know by now, we invite guests on our podcast who are hardcore cricket fans, and today we have with us uh, two guests. First, Manjunath, who has already featured in our earlier podcast as well, where we looked at Delhi Capital Squad Analysis. Hi, Manju. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, hi, Sunit. So good to have you back.
1: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Our second guest today joins us from Sweden and goes by, goes by on Twitter as Nordic underscore crick pundits. Uh, his name is Abhay. Hi, Abhay, and welcome to the
2: podcast. Hi, Sunit. Thank you so much. And hi, Manju.
0: Yeah, Hi, Abhay. So, uh, what we'll do is we'll uh, start by looking at the six matches, uh, discuss them briefly, and then uh, move to our second agenda where we look at uh, we we put a special focus on players which are going to be in the IPL and how they are performing and what it means for their teams. Okay, so uh, we'll start with the uh, so, we'll start with the first match, uh, which happened yeah. uh, between Guyana Amazon Warriors and uh, Trinbago Knight Riders. Uh, so, uh, if I just look at uh, uh, and summarize the match, Guyana uh, batted first and made uh, what I would say a par score uh, of about 144 at, for 5 wickets. The two main batsmen that uh, made runs were Hetmyer and Ross Taylor. And uh, Trinbago was uh, actually able to uh, chase down the total quite easily thanks to uh, the innings of Sunil Narayan. And uh, he actually carried the entire load on his uh, back and uh, they were able to win on back of his performance. So... Uh- uh, any uh, so what would uh, be your analysis of this match where you think uh, let's say a guyana went wrong or what they could have done better to uh, come on the winning side manju maybe you can start
1: yeah uh, both these squads guyana amazon warriors and trinbago are the uh, like on paper they are one of the strongest and most balanced squad uh, so finally tkr managed to chase that total down as it was uh, not a high total probably uh, during guyana's batting it felt as though they were aiming a bit too high uh, reason being they had a small collapse in the middle and but after that still ross taylor he was striking at 150 so he got them a uh, he played a good cameo good knock and he did get them to a respectable total in that sense but uh, guyana may have to relook at their batting order uh, later
0: hmm. so what would you want them to change
1: so in the first game, uh, Guyana had uh, Brandon King and Hemraj opening hmm. and Hetmeyer at three and Taylor at four. Whereas Puran uh, and Rutherford were uh, down the order. So yeah. we can try to, you know, if uh, like see Hetmeyer and Puran both are top order players. So hmm. I think the problem for this Guyana side is they are quite top heavy. So hmm. if we can drop Ross Taylor one uh, one place down and maybe bat Puran and Rutherford, the hitters a little higher so that they can go for a go better compared to the previous game okay so uh,
0: uh, and i would probably agree with you and uh, i think puran's knock was actually uh, a little slow uh, as right. compared to what they would have required an 18 from 16 balls was actually uh, what could have made a difference between a par score and above par score for them so uh, i think uh, that is where uh, in the last also they were not able to actually uh, get those uh, uh, acceleration uh, in the last two three overs and that could have made a, a real difference uh, abhay uh, your views
2: oh uh, yes i've been hearing you and uh, it, it could be a very uh, aggressive move to you know uh, promote uh, rutherford and puran puran probably can get a promotion as well as he bats at number 4 for most of uh, his, uh, the teams he plays for. Um, I would actually differ, uh, even though it, this could be a good option. But I would say both Guyana and Trinbago would be relatively happy with what happened in the match. Because Hetmeyer uh, struck form straight away. Taylor was in form. So, Guyana don't have so many things to worry about. Uh, I would say they will keep things simple. They've been finalists for five times and they've had a similar core. So I would say they'll keep it the same and they'll be relatively happy with what happened uh, in the match number one. Okay.
0: And uh, if we talk about the second innings, I think uh, there, it, um, apart from Narayan, I don't see uh, a lot to talk about because he was the single uh, biggest factor for chasing down this score. Uh, Simmons, it was not in a good touch, and uh, we saw that in the second match as well. And uh, I think uh, Narayan took the pressure off from of everybody. And after his innings, nobody really had to accelerate or do something uh, out of normal. So I think uh, uh, they, the other batting uh, uh, lineup, the remaining batting lineup, did not really get tested there.
1: Yeah, much of a hitter because although both the bravos are not in uh, great touch and uh, but still you know uh, narayan has like kind of covered up for that so i think if sunil naren con- con- uh, continues in this form it's going to be ominous for the other franchises because uh, if you look at the pitches in Taruba, they have been tired and taking more of spin and mm-hmm. spin is actually naren's strong suit so those people who want to open their bowling with spin should be wary against him
0: yeah and another point is that uh, what i found was narayan's bowling also had a new nip around it he was much uh, better as compared to last year much more effective and taking wickets
1: and plus he was hiding the delivery till the last instant behind yes. his back so <laughs> yeah he was not uh, like at least he was not allowing the batsman to pick him well uh,
0: that i think batsman Uh, Struggle anyways, but he's made it uh, tougher.
2: Tougher, yes. I I would say that the turning point uh, was... I was keenly uh, looking forward to uh, the battle between Narayan and Tahir. Because Tahir has also been such a global T20 superstar. That I thought that Tahir will make a difference when uh, uh, Knight Riders were batting. But uh, Narayan took him on and he was... Uh, One above uh, Tahir, at least in this match. And I thought that was uh, the turning point. Yeah.
0: And uh, if you look at Trinbago's innings, the first three overs were only nine runs. And that is where Simmons was batting. And after that, uh, from four to ten, they they made 97 runs in those seven overs. And that is where uh, the match was actually over. Hmm. So, uh, I think... uh, We'll move to the next match, uh, which was uh, Barbados Tridents versus Saint Kitts and Nevis Patriots. So this match uh, started with uh, uh, Barbados batting first, and uh, they made 153 runs. Uh, They started badly, but then uh, Myers, Holder, Santner, and Rashid uh, Khan—the four—these were the four guys who uh, were the ones who uh, reached uh, double digits but uh, the four were able to take them to a respectable total and then uh, the batting lineup of saint kitts uh, not being that strong and the bowling of uh, barbados having rashid khan santner holder i think they were able to they were expecting them and uh, themselves to restrict the uh, saint kitts team and not uh, to not able uh, and win the match so uh, uh, your views on this match
2: Yes, so (laughs) Tridents are very special. They actually bat till number 11. So last time I was watching uh, their lineup and they had had Walsh Jr. at number 11 and also he bats. So it's a very Mm -hmm. peculiar lineup. So they can send in anybody, anytime, all bat and almost all bowl as well. So uh, you can never rule them out. So anybody could turn up as a hero any match. So this match, I think they'll be reasonably happy that Holder turned out to be good. Rashid Khan turned out to be good with both bat and ball. That's going to be very, very crucial for them uh, in, during this tournament. And also, a good thing for them was that Santner came good with the ball. He's a very intelligent cricketer and he's been learning a lot under Kane Williamson and also under in CSK with MS. So uh, he uh, Santner and Rashid Khan, both are going to be crucial, along with Holder. And they all th- all three of them came good.
0: Yeah, and uh, what I really liked was that uh, they actually targeted a few batsmen. So, uh, Cottrell and Emirate, as we see, just gave 32 runs from 8 overs. And then, Alzari, Joseph and East Sodi were taken for 88 runs in their eight. So, uh, they targeted uh, two bowlers. And that is what helped them to reach a respectable total. So, uh, and then uh, I think the bowling lineup that they have, uh, they would actually back themselves to uh, uh, defend any 150 plus kind of a score on a slow wicket.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: uh, Manju, uh, any views? Any special comments? Yes,
2: Manju.
0: Manju, you are on mute. So,
1: yeah, yeah. The Rashid and Santner were the standout performers in this game, uh, as far as the bowling is concerned, and uh, they did bowl well. And but the Patriots, they had a, a change of coaching staff at the start of the tournament, so now they are they are having Kurt, Courtney Walsh and Mark O'Donnell. So it was a close game but still you uh, can say that Barbados they bowled better so hence they were able to restrict uh, Saint Kitts uh, to a lesser score On Yeah, and
0: Saint Kitts started slow so uh, yeah and that is another something... thing
1: was uh, Joshua de Silva didn't get going so actually he did not you know he was not able to accelerate the way he wanted so although he stayed there but then it was too it was too too little too late, too late.
0: yeah 41 of 41 is actually right. uh, not a good. Score in a T20, you are actually letting your team down uh, by batting so many balls and not scoring runs. So similar, right. uh, Evan Lewis made uh, twelve of eighteen balls. So that was also uh, with him batting in the power play. Uh, this was also a factor that led to pressure at the later stage. And uh, you're saying close, but actually, I don't think they were uh, in the last few overs. Also, they were in in the race. Yeah, uh, they were actually. Uh, like just trying to reach there, but never able to reach there.
1: Yeah, probably around 15th, 16th over itself, the chase had got breaks had been put. So,
0: Yeah. And uh, another point to notice was that
1: uh, Barbados actually
0: out of those 153 runs, made 55 runs in three overs, which were right. the 5th, 6th and 7th overs. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were actually able to attack for three overs and that actually set the tone. and. Uh, I think those were the three crucial overs that uh, actually made them win this match.
2: Yes, and this is going to be their formula uh, throughout the tournament. Because anybody could turn up anytime as a pitch hitter and just blow up the opposition for for two, three overs. So they're going to blow hot and cold, I feel. Uh, It's the stability. If some of the guys in Barbados can give them stability, then they can go a Bit further coming to Manju's point, uh, Sent and Nevis Patriots they had uh, so many obstacles before the tournament. First yes. was this change in coaching stuff, and then the star player, um, uh, did not turn up. Uh, yes. This, uh, uh, Fabian Allen,
1: he missed whom, the flight, uh, yeah, yes,
2: yes. And yes. uh, in I heard in your podcast, you guys, uh, in Crick Vidya, you appreciated, uh, Alan's presence in sunrises is so important. Right. And he was so important for them and uh, for yes. St. Kitts. And I think it's a long tournament for them.
1: So the priority is to first now get him on the plane to Dubai, I think, for the sunrises. <laughs> so assuming yes. he's really safe. Yeah. Yes. So now he'll, he'll not come at all? He won't. And there'll be no replacement also because the bubble is uh, in such and the lockdowns are such that even uh, chartered flights, apart from chartered flights, no more flights can fly in. So um, they can't replace him. That is the thing. That is, they have to do with
2: whatever squad is there.
0: Okay. So I think that uh, actually is a a big blow for them.
2: Yes, indeed. Uh, So another point is uh, too much pressure on Lynn and Lewis at the top. And uh, really lacking uh, the finishing uh, depth in so, the batting lineup. Uh,
0: uh, do you think that uh, because now their batting looks thin, especially the middle order, uh, that may be a reason that uh, Lynn and Lewis are actually holding themselves a little and not firing all cylinders uh, in at the start of the innings?
2: Yes, d- for sure. I think it's it's more pressure on them, and it's so evident. That when Rayad uh, Emrit goes to the uh, after the match or before the match at the toss, he's just continuously mentioning that how thin they are in some aspects. And he is referring to lack of a finisher in the Patriots team.
0: Yeah, Tanvir batting at seven in this match, I think, uh, is a
1: little too high for him. I think. Yes. Even and Tanveer looked in good touch than most of their other <laughs> hitters. Yeah. That was surprising. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know if he bats like this, we may get a promotion. We don't know. Yeah. Yes. So let's move to the
0: next match then. Because
1: like Tanvir seems to be a guy who's stuck in the time warp. Like uh, last we saw him hit sixes of Shrikanth in that World Cup, <laughs> and after that he became an IPL uh, mini legend sort of. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good to see him actually
0: still uh, being relevant. Yes,
1: still active. Yes. Yeah. Yeah
0: so let's quickly move to the third match now which which was uh, st lucia zooks versus uh, jamaica Talewas. so again uh, i think uh, Saint lucia st lucia uh, batted first and uh, a par kind of a score for them 158 with roston chase and uh, zardan uh, being the top scorers right. and uh, i think uh, the bowling of uh, jamaica was uh, quite good here so they were able to uh, restrict them to a par kind of a score, and then uh, they came and uh, 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 they batting actually uh, uh, they batted quite well with Phillips, Powell, Asif, Russell, Breathway. Breathway's inning was the, uh, quite crucial. Strongest,
1: yeah, strongest middle order and lower middle order in this tournament, actually. Yeah. If yeah, because it's like one goes and they keep coming like below Powell. All the four are quite capable of finishing a game single-handedly. So, so Aship Ali yes.
0: and Breathwet were critical this time. Yes, As, uh, Because uh, there was a little scare at the end uh, right. when uh, the wicket fell. But Breathwet uh, 27, I think, were required from last three and, uh, or something like that. And Breathwet was able to handle that and uh, took them home.
1: And Andre Russell also was a little bit, uh, you know, the first time he's batted below 100, but you know it can happen. There has been lockdowns and they they haven't been in touch as yet. So if Russell comes into full flow, then then definitely this team will go places. Yeah. So two points
0: here. I think one that Jamaica, Saint Lucia batted first, and last two overs they were able to just get 12 runs. So, that is something that uh, was uh, that restricted them to a par kind of a score. So, uh, that they would need to look at. And then, uh, when uh, Jamaica uh, was batting, uh, Nabi just bowled two overs. Right. So, he was bowled. Uh, I don't know why. A- any views from your side? Was it uh, like a Russell thing that if he comes, Russell would hit him? Or uh, some other factor?
1: One of the reasons is uh, the coaches do, you know, uh, try to curtail off-spinners from bowling to a uh, right-handed hard-hitting batsman. Yeah. But uh, in this, even in Zook's case, the problem is not in the bowling options. They have even a Cornwall, Roston Chase, but all are off-spinners. So there is a chance that they will travel. So they may have to relook the combination if they have in their reserves that at least have a wrist spinner or a different kind of a bowler. Because it can become a same kind of uh, attack. And also Zahir Khan is not turning the ball as much as he would have expected to. So hmm. he's like predominantly googly and the odd straighter one. So so even people can line him up. Especially left-handers who are there, they can line him. So that is the thing. So I think it may be a good case to maybe uh, swap one of these bowlers for Chemar Holder and give a try for uh, like raw pace. That could be one option.
0: huh. Hmm. Ah so i think they need to look at uh, their combination and maybe
1: and uh, uh, chemar holder is game. also coming off a very good domestic season so hmm. he has a he's taken wickets he's in rhythm so i think it's better to you know try him out like even in the test series they were uh, there were a lot of calls at why they don't they have not given him a chance yet so this might be his time
0: yeah hopefully so um mujib actually bowled well mm-hmm. and uh, He was the standout performer for uh, uh, Jamaica. And uh, Lamy Chane was also decent and Russell actually took a very uh, crucial wicket. So I think uh, their bowling was uh, uh, quite good and uh, batting obviously, except from Russell, I think uh, uh, the entire middle order uh, would be happy. So Russell needs to uh, as we see second match also, Russell struggled. So I think he will take some time to find his
1: uh, rhythm. Hmm. Uh, Len Phillips uh, has been a good find. Yes. Yeah,
0: Phillips actually. Uh, so was I think
1: like if he continues like this, he may keep his place in the lineup. So then they may have to shuffle because they almost have the overseas uh, are all fixed because even the two spinners are really good. So yeah. there's not much scope for tinkering here.
0: Yeah. So let's move right. to the fourth match then. Yeah. So this was Senkets versus Guyana. And uh, both were actually coming uh, from a loss, right? So Senkets batted first and uh, it was a below par kind of a score at 127. And uh, Kimo Paul with four wickets and Imran Tahir, I think uh, both of them together actually just uh, uh, demolished their batting attack. And then it was an easy... uh, uh, total to chase, but uh, they still had to just depend on Hetmeyer right. to fi- to finish the chase. You would exactly. have expected them to uh, do it quite easily, but I think uh, they still took. Uh, they were ups and downs in the second innings as well.
2: The the Delhi Capitals would be very very happy after this match. Yeah. Uh, seeing uh, both Hetmeyer and Chemo Paul uh, being in good form and. Uh, like I was talking about Guyana, uh, they didn't change much in this match and uh, uh, it was easy for them because St. Kitts have so many of their own problems, which uh, we just highlighted in their first match. It just continued.
0: Yeah, so St. Kitts actually need to uh, think about what they can actually do to their batting lineup. That, that actually looks quite thin. And uh, if we look at their uh, batting performance, uh, ramdin uh, took 15 balls for just 9 runs and then uh, uh, Emrit also was uh, 19 balls 17 so i think uh, they need a finisher or a lower order player who can actually give them uh, quick runs at the uh, final uh, like death over stage
2: the problem with them was that uh, ramdin and uh, the other fellow you mentioned uh, Probably, Amrit, yeah, Emrit. Emrit, when he came, it was just so difficult because uh, this, depending so much on Lewis and uh, Lin, when they get out quickly, I don't think the lower order is that good to uh, to support them. They can do a supporting role. Like, for example, if they get a chance in 17th or 18th order, they can uh, get some good blows. But uh, they need somebody to from the top order to go and continue and play till 15th over.
0: Yeah, so that's why they. I think they are not firing, as we said in their first match, also. Chris Lynn uh, is also not able, uh, is not uh, uh, unleashing himself. And Lewis actually did well uh, with a 30, uh, 18 ball 30. But I think uh, after these two were gone, there's nothing much there to yes. actually support them.
2: And St. Kitts actually needs a 70 from Lewis, not a 30. Uh, at this time, Our Ramdeen Ramdin is is a accumulator. He will support the big hitters, but his role is not to accelerate. Yeah.
1: So, is there a case to open with Ramdin? Like, if you feel that they are collapsing a lot.
0: But then, uh, who will be the middle order player? Louis. Yeah, exactly.
1: That is the thing because even in their yes. reserves, they only have a left arm spinner who's there, and uh, batting is definitely there. It's in short supply. Like, yeah so yeah so looking at
0: their entire squad i think uh, we should expect them to be the lower of uh, like the la- among the last two at least yes
1: because now so, that zooks has got two points i think wooden spoon is out of their reach yeah so yeah,
2: yeah. that could so, be
1: so, so thankfully yeah thankfully this time they've got off the mark rain or whatever but still
2: yeah unless unless uh, they they beat zooks the other time right Let's they, yeah, yeah um, And uh, one I, I more I thing
1: it's... about the uh, Guyana attack is that they still have K.S. Ahmed, Ahmed was not playing. So like uh, if it's a spin friendly wicket, I think they can be one of the strongest teams. Like, they can really restrict the opposition. Yeah.
0: So uh, Puran has uh, actually not really performed in both the matches. Right. So right. there can be a... So he would actually want to bat higher. But uh, given their batting lineup, I don't think uh, so. Ross Taylor at five can still work because he would uh, be—he's a much senior player, and he's uh, I think batted at almost all batting uh, positions. So he can actually uh, go uh, down one notch, and Puran can come up. Also, Brandon King, I think who was who was the highest run getter in the last tournament. He also. Needs to find form because he's not looked like the last year player. Last
2: year, right till now, not uh, actually. uh, Yeah, Ross Taylor can bat at five. So just in case Puran doesn't click in a couple of matches, they might try that to make him play at number four. But uh, they're going by the same formula. They're going by the same formula, which is you know like last year it was Shoaib Malik at number four and number five Puran. They just replaced him Shoaib Malik with uh, Ross Taylor. And at yeah. number 5, Puran is coming. Huh, so but, not, but Puran nothing has, to worry. Uh, huh.
0: But uh, yeah, their batting lineup is so strong that uh, somebody will actually uh, pick up his hand and uh, deliver for them. So, I think that uh, they, it, they, it's quite opposite to send Kits where they're just two players. Here, at right. least five or six match winners in their batting order. And even if one performs, uh, it will take them home.
2: Yes. TKR definitely have the star star value. They're, they have more biggest West Indian stars. But Kayana has so many match winners, West Indian international players. And then you have Ross Taylor and Imran Tahir. And then you put captain of uh, captaincy yeah. Chris uh, of Green. Chris Green, who's also yeah. acclaimed T20 star. And he's
1: remodeled so his a- action. He's back with Chris Green 2.0.
2: So yeah and and he's that, a, It's
1: very straight arm like surprising but.
2: yes and that could be a could be a little bit of challenge i hope chris green finds form right uh, uh, because that could be a challenge because he's come in with a new action and he's also uh, the captain of the side so that could be a one one area where uh, they could uh, suffer a bit but if it all goes good then then they're going to the knockouts at least
0: so second match, Chris Green actually performed much better than his first yes. one. There he gave, I think, three overs thirty, and second was a respectable four over twenty-four one wicket. So I think he is finding that uh, touch. So we hope that he can keep on performing. He's uh,
1: he's kind of making the transition from Kedar Jadav to Washington Sundar. Like <laughs> yeah. Chris, so the more bent the arm, and now it's like Ramrod straight. So he wants to cramp the batsman and do those, you know, uh, like become more of a power play spinner. Yeah. So let's uh,
0: go to the next match then. So fifth match was uh, Barbados Tridents versus St. Lucia. And And I think it was uh, mostly the rain which handed St. Lucia the victory. But uh, I would still say that Barbados uh, made uh, a few tactical errors here. First, by... uh, Batting first, and then second, uh, they batted slowly, and uh, even uh, with seven wickets down, Rashid Khan had still not come to bat. Yes. So uh, I think that was something that uh, uh, I found in, like uh, really intriguing that Rashid Khan was, uh, and uh, Santner actually Santner just came in uh, right. at the uh, loss of sixth wicket. So they had uh, the players who had won them the last match. They actually hold. Uh, they were holding them back for I don't know what, and that actually costed them. I think the match. If they the score was uh, for uh, Zooks, not forty-seven, but let's say a fifty-seven, sixty, it would have been a different story.
2: Hmm. I would uh, differ a little bit here. Though, could you could be right? I think. Uh, there's a confusion, like I mentioned earlier. this These all 11 players, all are batsmen, and most of them can ball. So right. uh, probably they need uh, to give roles to one another. That who's going to be the accelerator, who's going to be the accumulator. Probably they're getting stuck with that. Rashid Khan is more of a slogger, so they want him to come at num- uh, in the last couple of hours and just slam bang. Ah, so maybe he could have done
0: uh, come instead of Santner, because Santner uh, at that point and he came in and I don't think uh, he he just made a run a ball kind of a innings, right? Uh, if uh, he came in.
2: He, he came in at a time when they were losing flurry of wickets again. Yeah, eight of I 11 was, balls. Yes. So he again came and just made sure that okay they don't lose another wicket in next six balls. Uh, you know mm. that way. because they were losing. 2-3 wickets in space of 7-8 balls. Uh, it happened twice in between J- uh, Johnson Charles and Holder's innings. Yeah. And they played very, very fast. So, I think they, uh, they need some more time to gel as a team and uh, probably giving roles to one another could be key. Yeah,
0: I think. And uh, Corey Anderson uh, seems to look out of touch. So, I don't know yes. if they should persist with him or Maybe try some a different combination.
1: But it can be tough. Like, uh, with, once you become a traveling T20 player, so mm. like even Samuel Badri has spoken about it, it's like you don't have much of a support system and you can't play internationals to also get in touch. So, uh, practice is limited. Mm. So, I don't know, hoping to touch because if he starts firing, then he can be a, the X factor in that line lineup.
2: Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. He could be the one who could carry the innings because yeah. they've slated him at number three. And right. I think he just got out on a full toss. So maybe we shouldn't read so much into it yeah. at this moment. Yeah. But of course, they'd like him to come good as soon as possible. Right.
1: Yeah. And maybe they and were just thing, trying uh, to... Uh, worth. Uh, yeah. This management worth appreciating is they have used Corey Anderson in the correct way, unlike using him as a death puller by RCB. So <laughs> we should yeah we should actually congratulate them for giving yeah. him his correct number to play.
0: Yeah. So let's move to the last one. One w- one, uh, yeah.
2: uh, one point I'd like to mention as well. I've been very very happy to see uh, roston Chase get his uh, time in the sun because yes. he's been. I think stalwart would be a very big word for him, but he's been the performer for West Indies in test matches. And after Cote Pollard has taken over one day internationals, he's been drafted, uh, Chase has been drafted into ODIs as well. And uh, uh, Zooks also got him as a replacement uh, to some player who got injured. So uh, I'm really happy. Uh, and also in this match, he was uh, given some bowling as well by Sammy. Mm-hmm. So uh, he could have a role to play in West Indies T20 cricket as well. If yes. it this goes good.
1: He is a canny off spinner. Like if you see, uh, he went for 172 runs against England, but he got a 5-wicket haul. So, that was not an easy pitch to bowl, but still he was an intelligent bowler. He did uh, bowl well. So, uh, I think the same things even in T20, he can bring it to the table where he's very difficult to get away if he bowls on song.
0: True, true. So, let's... Finally moved to the sixth match, uh, which was uh, Jamaica versus uh, Trinbago. And again, uh, the same story for Trinbago. Uh, Sunil Narayan carries them home again. So uh, a par or a below par kind of a score for Jamaica. And uh, after that, I think, uh, after Sunil Narayan's innings, I think there was not, not much left to do
2: for others. Yes, I think uh, Jamaica is uh, probably uh, in batting. They have more of superstars, but they also would blow very hot and cold. Like they hit couple of sixes and then get out. Uh, Ali Khan bowled really well in this match. And uh, Seals also bowled really well. Uh, he's regarded highly in, yeah. in the West Indian circuit. Uh, Phillips batted very well. Uh, Russell was the same. <laughs> Like yes. we discussed earlier.
0: So, I think they are, uh, they depend, they were actually dependent on Russell in this innings at least to give them that uh, final uh, acceleration. But uh, I think Russell is still taking his time and uh, finding his I touch. Think. So, uh, we can expect him to uh, come to his own in the next few matches and mm-hmm. then that gets taken care of. So, this 135 would have been 155 or okay. something like that if Russell was. Uh, batting like he does.
2: Yes. Uh, so, I think uh, Talawas are are a good team. They, uh, only thing is that uh, they need to have some good partnerships and accelerate in the right way. Uh, they've got good bowlers. They've got Lamishane who bowled again well. They've got uh, Mujib who's bowling well. I think Fid- they'll be happy to see that Fidel Edwards uh, bowled well for them. He opened the attack and uh, probably he, he didn't get tongued. I see one for 19 and four overs is good. So, uh, Jamaica could go ahead as well. Uh, only thing is, uh, I think the batting is a little brittle. Asif Ali is also doing quite well. Uh, that's that's a great news for Pakistan as well as Jamaica. Yeah. He he performed well in this match as well. Uh, but got out at the wrong time, I would say. Okay.
0: So, Trinbago also, I would like to see how their uh, lower middle order performs. Because Pollard and Dwayne Bravo, uh, every year at the start of the season, there remains a question mark that how will they perform, whether they are uh, the same players that they were. So, I think they have not got tested yet. And uh, there will come a match when uh, it will depend uh, on them to take them over.
1: They have Tim Seifert also, like who opens yeah. the batting for New Zealand and teams. So I think before the pitches get too slow, they can even try him to partner Narayan at the top uh, to get a even uh, faster start. Like, uh, if-
0: yeah, especially Simmons uh, not performing. You no
1: know, Simmons, yeah, he's if he's not in touch, we can give Seifert a go about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. Because yes, Simmons yes. is not performing. Seifert can be given
1: a go. Yes. Because against India, he did play very well. And he was the one who attacked uh, to attack Bumrah and no against him. So. Um,
2: actually, Phillips and Seifert both are uh, next generation New Zealand uh, T20 yes. stars. So, uh, yes, uh, if Simmons is not in form, Seifert should get a chance. And uh, another uh, point which could be important for them, like Sunit you mentioned, uh, is that uh, if Narayan keeps tonking every match, their yeah. batsman might not get a good chance. Exactly. And they might not be match ready come the playoffs.
1: So or what it... if uh, in a game, Narayan goes cheaply and yeah. the middle order, like how in India,
2: yeah. it happened <laughs> that our middle
1: order was exposed because the top three have been scoring some 58 uh, or 68% of the runs. So, it can happen. Ah, but uh, with
0: Narayan's quality, I don't think that he can sustain the entire tournament and then uh, not uh, perform in a, yeah. let's say, right. a critical match. He will fail uh, in the initial uh, phase all, only. And I think uh, middle order will get tested there. But uh, I would still uh, want to see how they perform because uh, I have my doubts. Yes. So now let's uh, focus on uh, the IPL uh, players that are playing. So, first question uh, I would have for you is that uh, why is Holder not finding a place in IPL? So, do you think he's good enough, or do you think that yeah he's performing well here, but at IPL level, some uh, he's he's he does, he'll not be able to perform? Uh, Manju. Ah
1: uh, yes. Uh, see, he's uh, he can uh, come into a setup like maybe SRH where uh, they have a lot of these multi-talented players and he can give like an all-round option and he can bat at five and maybe not bowl his full quota. So, I don't know exactly what the thought process of the franchises are. And in fact, in case uh, you are struggling to find a captain for any franchise, I think we can still go for Jason Holder. So, Mm. I don't see his stock as diminished in T20 cricket yet. But uh, sometimes, uh, like A lot of things play a role, like uh, if it's a tournament in UAE, there is a lot of talk about how the pitches are going to be slow. So they'll go for the bowlers who can bowl these slower balls rather than a a genuine uh, medium pacer or a paceman. So all these things do play a role. But uh, like if you are looking for a backup who can fill in any time and he's a very ready pick uh, for even an IPL franchise. So
0: So a DC looking for uh, a lower middle order player, do you think he's a good option?
1: Definitely. uh, Definitely he is. Because with DC's spin-dominant attack, he's a good variation to add there. And he can bowl in in the power play up front. And if the captain wants, he can exhaust his quota before the 12th overalls. If he's worried, that holder will get hit. But provided we have another option for the death overs.
2: Absolutely. Great points actually uh, given by Manju. And just in addition to that, in IPL setup, you want your foreign players to not crib. While they're on bench, you want them to contribute even while on bench. He's a good man, so he'll he'll contribute in all senses. I have been surprised last couple of years that his uh, he's not been bought by any team. And yes, we hear that maybe Jason Roy will not turn up for Delhi, so it could be, or oh, it could be him. I I I'll, I'll not uh, um, like uh, I'll be quite happy if if they buy it older.
1: Jason for Jason Swap. uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. Yeah.
0: So second point I have is that uh, what do you think about the utility of uh, Bravo or effectiveness of Bravo as a death bowler? So we saw that uh, 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 in the first match he went for quite a few runs. Second match also I think uh, he gave away 15 in one of the overs. And uh, with IPL uh, the batting standards being much higher do you think he can still be a death bowler for CSK? Uh,
1: definitely, I feel uh, Bravo has an ability to bowl the death overs. But considering his age and his injuries, uh, there is more margin. Now he has lesser margin for error with the modern batsman. So I think that uh, those dipping slower balls are not any new anymore. So there are batsmen waiting for that and the other thing is if he's there is a day when he's slightly off or slightly shorter he can definitely travel so in that case his franchise has to see who is the backup who can fill in for him and at least minimize like to a damage control so they, so, have, but sam the,
0: Curran. Yeah, they so, have sam
1: karan yeah they have sam karan but again sam karan is relatively inexperienced in that way so and he's more of a kiss the surface kind of a bowler Hmm. whereas now even with the slow pitches you have, need someone like uh, even harry gurney or isuru udana who will bowl the ball into the pitch like those cutters and those yeah. variations so mainly the aim is to upset the timing so
2: csk have no no choice they he will yes. be their death bowler that's for sure yes. and he will rely on cutters and yes. uh, and his variations but i think this the thing which has been saving him last couple of years has been dhoni so right. dhoni somehow with his magic he always uh, makes bravo a better bowler than yes. what he can perform i feel uh, though he is a great bowler uh, but i don't think he's he's the best death bowler
1: no two bowlers have really suffered because of losing pace uh, like this in t20 that is mustafizur was there and now bravo the stock ball pace has come down because a young bravo could get the stock ball above 135 Whereas right now, if you see his lower ball is 105 and the stock ball is 125. So, most of the batsmen with these huge bats these days, they are able to find a way around it. So, probably that is also one of the factors.
2: Mm.
0: Right. So, next would be the KKR players, Narayan and Green. I think KKR would be happy that uh, uh, these players are getting games and uh, performing decently. Narayan is an integral part of uh, for KKR. So I think uh, that is a huge positive for them. And Green is also, maybe he'll play, maybe he'll not be in the 11. But uh, they want him to be uh, match ready and performing.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Because uh, the concern for both these players, of course Narayan is their superstar. And Narayan starts for sure and plays all matches for KKR. But the concern for both of them was was probably the same. Both were coming after injuries. Uh, no, uh, Narayan was coming after injury and uh, as we discussed, Green had his remodeled action. So, KKR would be very happy with how things are going, especially Narayan. Yeah.
0: So, another TKR player, Pollard. So, I don't think uh, he uh, bowls now. Yes. So, it is mostly his batting. And uh, so, uh, for, from the first two games, I think... Uh, Nothing much to conclude. Uh, He made 10 from 11 and then 5 of 5 balls. Uh, So I think uh, they'll be keeping an eye on him. But they have huge confidence uh, in Pollard. Even last year, uh, there was a talk that he should not be part of 11. But he proved that he belongs there. So they would be looking for him to get some uh, good runs and be uh, ready for the IPL.
2: I think uh, Pollard is is part of their DNA. So, yes. <laughs> so he'll he, uh, if he performs or not performs, I think he will perform. But if he performs or not performs, he's going to be in uh, all the thick and thin of Mumbai Indians come the IPL.
0: Yeah, and even if he's not performing here, uh, there is uh, still uh, I think when he gets into that Mumbai Indians family, uh, things change.
2: Yes, they will change they will change we've seen so many ipls that uh, the talk which you were mentioning uh, that uh, that that's always ongoing and then out of a sudden pollard gives you two three matches on his own yeah. he's that kind of player so they'll never uh, uh, you know uh, bench him also i think at least in next couple of years unless something really bad happens with mumbai indians yeah
1: and he's very good against the spinners. So he has shown over the years that he can literally plant his foot and even deposit length balls on the side screen. So that is his, when he gets his timing right. So he's definitely very difficult to leave out unless you have a very good reason or a very good player to replace him. So I don't think uh, he's sitting out any soon, anytime soon.
0: Yeah. Again, uh, other players. Uh, so well, let's move to SRH, Rashid and Nabi. So, I think uh, uh, they do not have anything to worry about. Both are uh, performing decently. And uh, this year, uh, there is an expectation that both of them will become part of playing 11 with Kane Williamson no longer captain. Hmm. So, I think they are looking for both of them to perform well and uh, give them wins in IPL as well
1: yes nabi, indeed uh, nabi has just become the a member of afghanistan cricket board so you <laughs> have a serving official playing in your franchise what more do you like so <laughs> right so, yeah. uh,
2: i i think they'll they'll be very very happy uh, with how it's going for nabi and uh, rashid khan and uh, uh, they'll be starting uh, and i think srs do need two bowlers as well out of their foreign foreign contingent so kane will Probably be benched, and um, uh, but they also have Fabian Allen, <laughs> about yeah. whom we've discussed, and his form could have been really good news for SRH, and but they don't know now. Right.
0: So we discussed in our podcast uh, that we did on SRH that uh, Nabi versus Allen uh, would be decided in CPL, that who is the preferred player for SRH, but that has actually not happened. And now it will be more uh, reputation-based or maybe they'll test both and see uh, uh, what they want.
2: I think form, pitch and the opposition will decide this criteria and SRH will be quite, they'll take it on chin uh, on these bases. Yeah.
0: So then uh, uh, let's move to Cottrell. I think Cottrell has uh, performed well. Uh, yes. what was the match- yeah, uh, taking wickets also. So uh, that would be a, a plus uh, so let nothing much to talk out talk about there. And uh, let's finally move to the two spinners. Uh, one is Mujib. So Mujib has actually uh, performed well uh, as compared to so he was out of touch in the last year's IPL. Uh, he yes. was not that effective. So uh, Punjab would be really happy to see that he's back. Uh, in uh, with wickets and uh, not leaking out a lot of runs. So, a huge plus for Kings there.
2: Yes, and his overall partnership with Bishnoi uh, is going to be crucial. Right. Bishnoi and Maxwell. Maxwell will bowl as well. So, yeah. they need uh, these three spinners to bowl in tandem. So, they'll be very happy. And
1: it'll be interesting to see how many leg breaks Bishnoi bowls in this IPL. <laughs> so, uh, because he said in an interview, uh, like during lockdown, that it was very difficult to train. So, he's actually doing weights with a gas cylinder at home. Okay. And uh, after that, he said he's trying to work on the leg break. He's taken tips from people. Uh, he has an action where uh, his right arm comes near, very close to the ear. So, it is like same problem like Tush Chawla that he bowls predominantly wrong ones. So, that is something which can give an element of predictability in such a tournament. So, we'll hope that, you know, he gets the leg breaks also going. So it'll be good.
0: Ah, but Vishnu is still at start of his career. Yeah, he's so very he has young. Yeah. But
1: whatever tinkering, like, uh, he can't do a Chris Green. So, I think. Yeah, but
0: he so, has Kumbhle with him. So, I think Kumbhle will yeah, take yeah, care Yeah,
1: exactly. Of so, definitely.
2: Yes, great opportunity for all of them to play yes. with Kumbhle. Like, in the sense, learn together with Kumbhle.
0: Right. Yeah, new captain, new coach. So, Kings have, uh, again, actually... Uh, rebranded uh, their entire franchise. And yes. Let's hope that they get it right this time.
2: And the the thing is that they've changed the captain and the coach, but they've also kept the same core, so to say. They've just plugged in the weak points. So all the IPL teams are not tinkering so much with the the core players who are performing well.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, Kings and. RCB were the two teams which uh, still uh, were uh, lacking uh, good core players Uh, and I think in this uh, auction uh, both of them have actually uh, plugged those gaps and uh, so uh, that is reflected in their performance also that uh, they have been uh, those uh, bottom of the table teams for quite some time now. So I think uh, they have actually realized that building a core is important. And I hope they now uh, persist with these players and uh, start winning so that the competition also becomes uh, much more closer and uh, it's good for uh, fans as well. So uh, another player, uh, lastly, that I would like to uh, discuss is Lamich So he has... Um, not been uh, very uh, effective last year for Delhi Capitals. And here also in the two games, he's not really looked uh, uh, that good. Uh, so what are your views? Uh, do you think that uh, people have now started figuring out, so now he needs uh, to maybe remodel or uh, get in some new variations?
1: Uh, I feel that there is some problem with the action. Uh, like, I may be wrong, but then uh, when he came initially, he was more of a straight head. Whereas right now, by the time he reaches the crease, he's already fallen over towards uh, covers, the yeah. head. So, that again, that position enables him to not spin the leg break as much as he wants, although he does bowl leg breaks. And again, there has become maybe an over-dependence on Googly. Because probably the, those who are like first-timers who don't read him, they may be easily succumbing to the Googly. So maybe if he works with someone, uh, he can definitely have the chat, He can definitely see that. Same thing with the other, his mirror image, Zahir Khan also is having the same issue. Like when he's shaping to bowl the Chinaman, his head is falling away. So I don't know whether it's affecting their uh, the turn or probably.
2: Uh, like uh, Sandeep has Badri next to him, even in CPL. Yes so yeah. and he'll continue with him in delhi yeah, in so delhi, he can delhi yeah so he can uh, the, yeah, yeah probably discuss with badri right away but um i think that uh, sandeep is very economical and yes. he gives you that stability even now it's yeah. not going bad for him but he's not the one who you know take four wickets in a match mm. and make you win the match so i understand yeah. that he's not the match winner sorts yeah uh, for the teams with delhi the problem has been They've used him on occasions. They've not given him, you know, the complete tournament yeah. yet. They okay. take him out in one match and put him in, and that's—it's not anybody's fault. It's—it's it's the pitch and the com- combination. And Delhi will tinker a lot this time as well, because sometimes Amit Vishra will sit, sometime uh, Akshar Patel will sit, Aksar and the... then they will try to bring in Sandeep. So he's going to have the same role to come in and out of the side, but he will be used. Mm-hmm probably for 3 4 matches at least
1: so you feel uh, should they use him like how Chehel has been for rcb middle overs mainly or you feel he can be used like mujib also up front
2: um, could be used but i think if you're talking about delhi my opinion is uh, ashwin will right. ashwin will do will start, do honors, will yeah, start and point. and as you said he could uh, sandeep could take the J- Chahel kind of role
0: right So, uh, I think Sandeep versus Amit Mishra, only one of them would uh, become part of the eleven. So, they'll have to actually look at uh, whether their Indian Pacers are doing good. And uh, uh, if that is there, then only they uh, they can get Lamichane in. Otherwise, they'll have to uh, drop him and uh, maybe play the two foreign Pacers. Hmm. So, uh, that actually will decide uh, whether Lamichane can get a look in. Right, But uh, probably uh, in the second half of the tournament where spin becomes a lot more important, I think that is where he will have a key role to play.
2: Hmm. Do you think they will go for four spinners in a match? Like if we could see Aksar. No, I, I think that's that's too much because difficult. Uh, Mishra and Sandeep, as you said, uh, yeah. will be the options and Mishra with his fitness and uh, probably his fielding may not be considered sometimes
0: yeah but see uh yeah, he ha he's a seasoned bowler, so in case he is he starts performing from the first match I think uh, that will be a huge plus for them because it gives them uh, a lot of flexibility to fill in their middle order, which is weak. so they would actually want that uh, uh, a foreign player like a Stoinis or a uh, I think they have carry right so uh, uh Carey can uh, be at number six number seven and that is only possible if uh, their indian uh, bowlers are performing well so that is uh, what i think delhi would be hoping for because aksar and uh, ashwin to finish off games is yeah. not a sound strategy
1: no and with ashwin's uh, recent decline in batting form so it doesn't look uh, you know safe option
0: yeah so see that uh, yeah. is a very critical position uh, in a t20 a number 6 number 7 batsman And uh, those are required uh, in the death overs when you are batting first and to finish off games. And Delhi has been very notorious to just leave off those 20-25 runs uh, to that 6-7 in the last season. So they would want some uh, stability and some uh, bankability at that 6-7 level so that matches can be uh, closed. Which uh, I think they struggled in a couple of matches last year.
2: Yes. Uh, against Kings Zilvan Punjab was heartbreaking loss. And yeah. uh, there was another one where Kimo Paul just got them off the line. Yeah. With the boundary.
1: <laughs> right. right.
2: So, yes. Uh, that's going to be key for Delhi.
0: So, uh, any other player that I would have missed uh, who is common? So, uh, Russell, uh, I think uh, we've not talked about, but yeah, Russell would... Uh, Kings LA, KKR would be uh, uh, wanting him to start firing. So, uh, and irrespective, he still walks into any eleven, even if he doesn't perform in this tournament.
2: I think we should watch out for uh, any backdoor replacements because in court, during COVID, there's there's so many uncertainties with these bubbles and uh, and also the tests. So, all the players who are performing in CPL could actually. They they'll be performing with an eye on IPL as well. They'll be thinking that okay, if we are performing well, then if it's if some injury happens to an IPL player or something else happens, uh, they could get a chance to then fly to UAE.
0: True, true. I think and COVID also. Uh, so in case uh, there is uh, some positive case, uh, then uh, actually uh, there might be a requirement of three, four, five players also, because. Right. Uh, then uh, So then they'll have their chances and everybody would be looking at the performing well so that uh, uh, they are in, that, uh, uh, in the minds of the selectors and the team management.
2: Yes, and probably coming directly from CPL will be easier because then there won't be any quarantine rules because they're already coming from a bubble into another bubble. But if they go to their countries, then it might be complicated to come and play IPL.
0: Ah, that is true. So great guys. Any, think,
1: uh, yeah. Any, any update on Alex Hales? Like, where is he?
0: <laughs> Not really. I
1: think. No, because he was the only Englishman in the CPL draft. But I, I didn't have any reliable, you know, info on who bought him. Finally, what happened? Uh, is he there in any bubble with any squad? Because he ah. was another valuable, like, uh, uh, valuable addition to any side. Uh, like, if inform. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I don't have that idea. So maybe we'll we'll have a look and discuss him the next time. Definitely. So great guys. I think uh, it was a great discussion and uh, it gives uh, our viewers a good starting point if somebody has missed the first six matches. And also if somebody is not really following uh, CPL very religiously, uh, he gets an idea of what is happening and what it means for IPL franchises right so thank you guys uh thanks yeah, yeah. for coming for the podcast and uh, yeah. uh we hope to uh, make this weekly and uh we we'll yeah. hope to see you back uh next week as well
1: yeah thank you thanks a lot yeah thanks sunit thanks so thanks sure. manju
0: thanks Abhi. yeah okay bye guys bye bye yeah.